Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some R slash Amada Bird Ho. I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and let's get Monday started. Much love, guys. And our first story comes from Am I the Asshole or Not? And it's titled Am I the Asshole for telling my daughter to give up on her dreams? And it does follow with an update. Basically, I am a doctor who graduated from one of the top med schools in the country. Because of this, I know what it takes to make it as a doctor. My eldest daughter is also on the medical track. She goes to a top 20 school and is excelling. She is a junior and will probably get into one of the best med schools next year. My youngest daughter is not like us. For my eldest daughter and I, math and science come more naturally. It's not something we need to work hard at. My youngest daughter, however, really struggles with these topics. In college, she has to study for her STEM classes for hours and hours just to get the average grade out of school that's not very difficult. My daughter, to her credit, is a very hard worker, and I admire that. However, that hard work could be placed into a field she can really excel in instead of being a doctor. She will always struggle in med school, but she can take her talents elsewhere and become an amazing law or business major. The drama is that she called me yesterday and told me she had trouble getting accepted with an internship and she asked if she could work with me this summer. I basically told her she should reconsider the medical professions because she spends all day studying and she is barely average. I don't think she can succeed as a doctor, but I reassured her that it's okay and she can find something else to shine in. On the phone, she was really quiet and I ended the phone call with, I love you. After this, I have my eldest daughter, ex-husband, mother, and siblings spamming me and telling me to apologize. Youngest won't even pick up the phone. I understand that her feelings may have been hurt, and while that's valid, I think tough love will help her in the future. For example, it may have hurt her feelings when she was younger because I wouldn't let her eat cookies for dinner, but as a parent, you need to protect your children even when it hurts them in the short term. So Chief Savage Man says you're the arsehole, sounds like you're holding her against the standard set by yourself and the golden child. As a struggling student who is the younger brother of a prodigy, this kind of stuff really sucks for her. She's a hard worker, which is what counts. And if she really can't succeed in this field, she needs to figure it out for herself. She's not gonna accept that just because you think it. I'd be supportive of her while she figures out what she's doing in this part of her life. Tatwink says you're the asshole. As a mother, you should support your children regardless of the difficulties they are faced with. Who's to say she won't reach the same goal, but just face some more obstacles? Apologize and try to be a better person going forward. 0340AM says no one's an asshole here. Med school is tough. The job is even worse. You need to have a certain personality trait and a certain level of intelligence to excel at it. Maybe she just doesn't have what it takes, and I don't mean that she is in any way worse than your other child or you. You're the asshole. My only issue is, why did you tell her that on the phone? 
You should have talked to her in person and explained why you think she should do something else. Maybe she struggles because it's not really what she wants to do. Is being a doctor her dream slash plan or is it just because a big part of her family followed this path? What are her other options? You just dumped your opinion onto her without following up or showing an alternative. Andrew Mida replies to that one saying, I'm going to hop on this not the asshole and add that I also struggled in STEM classes, but really wanted to be an astrophysicist. I wanted a year chasing that hope and I wish my parents would have just laid the truth on me, even though they don't have degrees and don't understand college at all and what it takes. Right now she's mad, but you're the asshole for telling her over the phone. Supporting her in person is much better and reassure her that you love her no matter what she studies, except the major that equals no job. Tetisian says, you're the arsehole. Maybe she'll fail, but she needs to have that experience on her own. Not by having her mother put her down and saying she isn't good enough because that's probably what it'll feel like to her. You're not protecting her. You're hurting your relationship with her. A deleted user says, no one's an arsehole here. This one is tough. You're not being malicious. You're her mother and you've grown up with her for two decades. Pre-med is brutal. Medical school is even worse and residency is hell. If she's struggling now, it'll only get worse. I don't think entertaining other careers options is a horrible idea. And one more from Recreational who says not the arsehole. We live in a culture that places a lot of emphasis on the importance of never giving up and pursuing your dreams. The problem is that while this can produce Cinderella stories about inspiring CEOs who rose from nothing, tons of the time it's toxic and harmful and causes people to endure stress and suffering of their own design. A lot more people burn out and die of ODs, suicide trying to become big Hollywood stars or famous musicians that actually succeed at those tasks. And of course, lots of them then do these things even when they do succeed in becoming famous. Twice in my life, I've given up on my dreams that I'd spent years on and untold sweat and blood and passion. Dreams I really wanted to pursue. They were probably the best two decisions of my life. There's absolutely nothing wrong with giving up on a dream. Sometimes it's completely necessary. The reality is that no one is suited to be a success in every possible field. That doesn't mean you can't walk away with valuable lessons and experiences from the effort. I wanted to be a professional chef and then a soldier. Those dreams went up in smoke, but I learned along the way that I bring with me now as a teacher, a job that I found I am actually good at and suited for. You won't get a ton of support for it in this thread or RL. Probably pursue your dreams no matter what is just catchier on a motivational poster and makes people feel good to say. But you're doing the right thing and giving your daughter the advice that will actually help her in life. And that's worth putting up with people thinking you're an asshole. And as you can see, there's a mixed bag of comments on this one. And from what I'm getting from that is like many people are saying, you know, OP is not wrong for, you know, advising their daughter on what they've been through and their experiences, which I think may be the best way of going about it. But the way they handled it over the phone is was an absolute awful way of doing so. Sure, they said, I love you. But but hearing that, like from your parent, knowing, you know, your old, your older sibling has done well in the medical field and, you know, your family's done well in the medical field and then you're not and then being told that it must be a heartbreaking thing to feel but let's stroll on over to the update to see what that says hello reddit some people asked for an update on this post so here it is i considered writing it closer to our initial reconciliation but i'm glad i didn't because this situation became bigger than i thought it would my daughter unblocked me so she could call me and she ripped me apart almost as harshly as you guys did telling me i never believed in her that i think she's an idiot etc 
I apologized profusely and told her that I didn't realize the damage I was about to do when I made my comments and promised that I would support her in her journey in any way possible. I asked her if there's anything I could help her with to make this journey less difficult and told her that I'd find an internship opportunity with one of my colleagues. The conversation was pretty heavy on both sides. The two of us couldn't stop crying, but it seemed like after my apology, we were in a better place. Despite still having reservations as her ability as a doctor, I was going to try and support her. Well, the semester ended and grades come in any day now. Last night, she sat me down practically in tears. She told me she, she wanted to prepare me, but she was going to get an F in a class. I was literally dumbfounded. She told me she was caught cheating on a test. She basically blamed me. She said after our conversation, there was too much pressure on her, so she caved and sneaked a whole sheet of notes into her test. That F combined with an academic integrity violation basically ensured that med school won't be an option anymore. When I found out, I was less angry and more extremely distraught. I apologized for putting so much pressure on her and told her that being a doctor sincerely isn't worth losing her integrity. She told me that a part of her realized I had a point during our first conversation. She likely would not get into med school with her current grades. So she tried even harder to achieve her goals, studying longer hours, using supplemental books, doing endless practice problems. But when she kept getting below the mean on her orgo practice tests, she tried it with notes and got above the mean. She thought it would be a foolproof plan. This is definitely not the update I wanted to give Reddit. Thank you for understanding. Update two, I have a group chat with my daughters. I sent them a link to this suggestion because I thought it would be helpful. My older daughter found the post and read it. She called me and was extremely upset and told me not to feel bad for my daughter. Apparently the reason my daughter was getting subpar grades was because she wasn't putting in the effort. She called me and said she spent hours studying and doing problem sets, but really has been partying her ass off and buying study sheets for tests. As I'm writing this, I'm dumbfounded and I can barely believe it. I don't believe it to be honest. I'm going to approach my daughter and talk to her about this. Not sure if I'm updating again. Update three. Daughter and I had a long talk and it's a doozy. So her freshman year, she actually put in effort. She was trying hard. So those hours of studying weren't a lie. However, she had a very traumatic life event that she did not tell anyone about and spiraled after that. She stopped caring about her classes, thinking she could easily get a job as a doctor via cheating. She did illicit drugs basically daily. When I called her, she realized her lifestyle wasn't sustainable, as in she could not become a doctor and would have to put in effort to achieve her goal. But she wanted to continue her lifestyle, so she then got caught cheating. She told me she doesn't even have passion for medicine anymore or anything. She is just numb. She says it's easy to be happy around her family because we only see her for a short period of time. But she has been hiding her whole life in sadness from us. To me, this sounds like a severe depression. We will definitely be going to individual and family therapy. And the comments after that particular update was just full of like advice on what the daughter could be doing for her future now. Now she was caught cheating in a test and you know, she probably won't get into med school by the sounds of it. I don't know. I'm just parroting what I read there because I don't know nothing about that sort of stuff. <laughs> I'm not smart enough for that. And there is one thought that I had as I was going through the update and I thought it was incredibly sad that they felt pressure and I couldn't work out if, you know, they were just using that as an excuse because they got caught cheating on a test or they've genuinely felt pressure. And I could, I sort of thought maybe they did 
feel some genuine pressure i mean knowing your family's you know your mother your sibling has gone down this route of the medical field it must be there must be some pressure there to follow up doing that if, if you certainly started down that path anyway there must be a lot of pressure of you to achieve that goal and again i'm not blaming anyone i'm just sort of reading the story and these are the thoughts that were going through my head at the same time but i'd be interested to know what you guys think on this story is there any suggestions about what daughter could do for a future now a way to turn it around perhaps let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Story. And our next story comes from, am I the asshole living cheaply? Am I the asshole for making my son live cheaply? I honestly can't believe I'm posting this, but here we go. So my ex gives me a generous amount of child support every month and I use about 20 to 30% of it maybe. I'm very good at budgeting since my mum raised me on her own and we always stuck to a strict budget. My ex grew up being overindulged and knowing he would never have to worry about money in his lifetime so we have different ideas of what living cheaply looks like. Recently, my ex wanted to have a word with me because he didn't like the fact that I made our son walk home from school. He wanted to know why I wouldn't buy a car and offered me money to get one. When I told him cars were expensive and I thought it was a waste of money, I told him no since I would rarely use it. He then told me to take an Uber home instead of making him walk. Again, I told him no and he brought up all the other ways he thought I was making our son live cheaply. For example, I didn't buy him new football boots or a goal when he started getting into football. He is only four. I buy him cheap clothes. I rarely take him to eat out if we go to a toy shop. I only let him get one thing and it can't be super expensive. My ex wanted to know what I was using all of the money he gave me on if I was raising our son like this. So I explained I never used most of it but kept it in a separate account for either a rainy day or for our son. Now he's angry at me for making our son live cheaply and essentially told me to stop saving and actually give our son things he wants now because he had already made sure our son would be fine in the future. Am I the arsehole? Edit. I was trying to avoid editing the post, but since so many people are asking me about the same question over and over, of course my four-year-old son doesn't walk home alone from school. I drop him off and then pick him up. The teacher only lets him leave the building after she sees me. Also, it's a 25-minute walk for anyone who cares. And I gotta say, I did think this. I was thinking along the same lines. I thought, what is he walking home from school by himself? But no, it's just that you know they're actually just walking instead of driving. 
which I'm sure the four-year-old isn't complaining about in this situation. And I guess the main issue to come into play on this one is, you know, putting away 70 to 80% of the money away in a fund, which you said is for a rainy day or for your son. And I'm not even going to approach any of the other stuff about new football boots or a goal for a four-year-old or cheap clothes, whatever cheap clothes are considered. I'm sure they're not rags. Now, I'm going to have to come at this one from like my angle as always, because which sometimes, you know, gets a bit of hate. Sure, I don't mind it, but it's just my opinion and how I would approach the situation if I was in those shoes. And I handed over this money to my hypothetical partner and they was putting away a certain amount of it per month and was being, you know, maybe a little bit frugal with the money, which I wouldn't mind. And I don't think there's anything wrong with making suggestions towards, you know, if she is saving that amount of money, making suggestions towards the child's well-being. That's what the money's for, it's for the child. But as long as the child is happy, healthy, eating well, dressed well, you know, cheapish clothes could mean absolutely anything. It could just mean off-brand clothing, which again, isn't a bad thing for a four-year-old. In teen years, I mean, branded clothes and stuff, you know, it becomes a bit of a different issue, but we won't go into that. But then also looking at it from the ex's point of view as well, you know, he's passing this money over. I don't agree with him with what he's saying about like the football goal or anything like that. I think that's a bit, or a car to get to school. Only I think walking to school is fine, as you know, as long as there's a, a di they're not walking five miles a day or whatever to and from school <laughs> limits, you know. <laughs> And you're passing someone a certain amount of money, a generous amount of money every month, according to this post. And you don't know what's happening with it. You just know it's being put in the bank account. I could imagine, you know, and I'm just playing sort of devil's advocate here, really. You know, in your head, you're thinking, bloody, what's happening to that money? Is it being spent for other uses or anything like that? You know, they say they're putting it away, but you don't really know that. You can't access their bank account. You don't have that right anymore. So I can certainly feel like the concerns being there, but I'm going to go for uh, not the arsehole in this situation to me. But Massive Psy 100 says you're the arsehole. All that money should be used to support your son, not put away for a rainy day. Put any access money in a college fund or something for his future. That is not your money. It's for your son. ASDF replies that saying, I think it depends on what rainy day fund means in this case. Say OP loses a job and needs to dip into the fund to feed her kid. Is that so bad? or saving in case of a medical emergency for a kid, assuming US and its awful healthcare costs. It's always important to have an emergency fund, but especially important when you have a kid. Just because it's going into a fund doesn't mean that it's not for the kid's needs. The kid just hasn't had a need for it yet. Username52 says you're the asshole. Child support is for the child. If you aren't using it for the child, maybe you should take you back to court to renegotiate how much money is giving you and instead of buying your son stuff. There's nothing wrong with buying cheaper clothes or stuff that is going to get messy and outgrow or not buy lots of toys. But there needs to be a clear discussion about what child support is for. Does he have any custody? Is the child support court ordered? Also, how far is your kid walking to and from school? As he's only four, I assume it's with you. There's a difference between two blocks and a mile. Old advice says, definitely not enough context here. If school is a few blocks away and you pick him up and walk him home, then fine. But given the suggestions about taking an Uber, I'm betting it's not a couple of blocks. There is such a thing as too much indulgence on a child, but it sounds like you might be placing too much value on the idea of being simple. Being rich doesn't make you a good person, but neither does being very frugal. If you're denying your son things that you didn't have because that seems moral, that might be an issue. Sounds like something you should talk to a therapist about. 
TWM Walk says, not the asshole. People walk to and from school, work, to get groceries, etc. Kids don't need expensive clothes or boots. If you're comfortable and he's fed, dressed appropriately and safe, I see no problem with you saving the money for a rainy day or a car or a college fund for later on. Hera says, I own a car and still walk the children to school and back, even in the rain. It's good exercise, good for the environment and a good time to chat about the day. However, I know this isn't just about the walking. Everything you said sounds like good parenting. You sound like you're teaching your son the value of money. I can see why your ex thinks he's missing out when he has lots of stuff as a child, but at four, it's not like he needs a ton of stuff to live happily. It's a toss up between no one's an asshole here and not the asshole, and I can't choose. Pot says, I would say everyone sucks here and this is a co-parenting fail. It shouldn't be my way versus your way. OP wants to live simply and save money, great. Dad wants enrichment, fine. What's wrong with some new clothes or boots or maybe a little trip or nice food? That can be done and still make a little investment account or whatever. They should be sitting down and working out what is important to each, negotiating and cooperating rather than judging. No jellyfish says not the asshole. As long as the kid gets everything he needs and you're not skimping, it's okay. He may be thankful later for having saved him some money, in fact. And let's have one more from ABQ Bri who says, Not the asshole. Walking is good for you and your child, even a half hour each way. Inexpensive clothes are ideal, honestly. I thrift shop for my kids and they either grow out of them fast or decide they don't like the clothes and never want to wear them, even when they pick them out. Use sports equipment for children isn't a bad thing as you have no idea if the kid will stick with it or not. You can always trade up later. Kids don't need lots of fancy toys. As a matter of fact, research shows that fewer toys are better for kids because it helps them develop creatively. As for the child support, there is nothing wrong with saving it for an emergency or college slash trade school, your kid's future. Being able to handle an emergency is good for your kid. Being able to look towards their future and help them is good. I would never answer questions about where the money goes again. Your child is not being neglected. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Again, there's some you're the arseholes, some not the arseholes, some no one's the arseholes here. And even in everyone sucks here too. There's one of each today. What do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts on it? Let us know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Private Talk 4552 titled, Am I the Arsehole? For refusing to give my daughter her room back. I'm a father of two. Natalie, age 24, and Jonathan, age 17. Jonathan had mobility issues throughout his childhood and they got worse as he grew up. He became a full-time wheelchair user two years ago after he had a serious accident that left him in a worse state than he was before. Natalie moved out for college at the age of 18 and then moved in with her now ex-boyfriend. Now, I need to mention that because Natalie is my oldest, she had the bigger room in the house. Jonathan had the smaller room, which was fine by him, but now it's different. With the major changes in his life and needing a wheelchair to move around, I have considered to move him into Natalie's old room that she hasn't used in years. I first called her to let her know and she gave me the green light to go ahead and do what's best for her brother and make his life easier. I renovated it and added things in it to accommodate Jonathan's needs and it cost money. Remember that was almost two years ago. A few days ago, Natalie called saying she had a huge fight with her now ex after she caught him with someone and was staying at the hotel. We talked a little and she asked me to empty her bedroom and move Jonathan back into his old room because she wanted hers back and said it'd be cool if her mum and I prepare it for when she moves in with us. I was taken back completely. I said I can't move Jonathan out since he needs the room. 
I explained he needs the space to move freely, but she said it's her room no matter how many years she has been away from the home. I called her unreasonable and reminded her that she said I could give her the room to Jonathan, but she said she wants it and expects to have it back now. We went back and forth on this issue and I refused to give it back to her. She threw a fit saying I should be supporting her and giving her shelter in this hard time. And I replied I know she's struggling and she's welcome to come, but the room was off limits. She got more upset saying I was favoring Jonathan over her and got my wife feeling guilty saying she will be staying in the hotel till we tell her her room was ready, for which I declined to do and she could stay there then. This morning I found out my wife's been sending her money to pay for the hotel stay and she'd been telling the family I'm keeping her out of the house. In my defense I told them Natalie wants the room but Jonathan needs it and I already spent money to renovate it. Gee whiz the entitlement on this person. Now it's an absolutely not the asshole in the situation that the way that the way that your daughter was talking to you about you know I want my room and it'd be great if you have it ready for me when I get back, I'll be like, hell no, it won't be ready. You can sleep on the couch. But I got to say, if someone spoke to me like that about the house I owned, you know, daughter or not, I know it's incredibly hard when it's family and stuff, but the it's just the pure entitlement from this one and the way that they spoke to you about it, you know, move the brother out, I'm coming back, have the room ready. I'm staying at a hotel at the minute, but it'd be great if you could have it ready for me when I come back. It's like, it's like no, I won't be doing that. And you won't be making demands to move back in immediately. Absolutely not. And I'd be absolutely unhappy with a wife in this situation as well, saying that you're keeping her out of the house. When you're not keeping her out of the house, you're just telling her she has to go to the other room, which I think you're kind even doing that in this situation, just from the attitude she's showing you. 100% not the arsehole to me. And Akia says, not the arsehole. And what the fuck is with your wife too? She's thrown you under the bus because you want your son to live comfortably. Your daughter and wife need a serious reality check or heart check. Make sure they still have them. Pavlov Katz has not the asshole, not the asshole, not the asshole at all. Natalie moved out and the room reverted from being her room to being a room in your house, which you gifted to your son. She has no rights to that room. It is now Jonathan's room. Natalie's quality of life will not decrease significantly by moving into a smaller room, but Jonathan's will. So not the asshole. Parsimonious Salad says you'd be supporting her just fine to give her the room that used to be Jonathan's. Stop your wife from paying for her hotel. That's some entitlement. Make sure I'm more important than my brother or I'll sulk here at your expense. Not the asshole. OP replies that saying I already told my wife it was wrong for her to pay for the hotel stay, especially since we have commitments and medical bills, but she claimed I was supporting Natalie's ex-boyfriend by refusing to help and show support. What? Humming my theme song says not the asshole. the way she is acting is unbelievable. Quite frankly, if you had modified that room into a gym or something and offered her the smaller room, that would still be fine because it's your house and you're allowed to do that. The fact she wants you to kick out your handicapped son out of this handicap accessible room is bullshit. Downtown Trouble 71 says not the asshole. She has a very entitled attitude towards your home. She's an adult who moved out and moved on. She doesn't get to make demands. She can request to move back in or you can allow it with the understanding that this is how things will be. If she doesn't like it, she's free to move into an apartment that makes her perfectly happy. Thing Future says not the asshole because you still gave her a room she could use. It's not like she's homeless. If she doesn't like that, then tell her to get a job and get her own apartment or house then. 
And OP replies one more time saying, yes, I told her she's welcome anytime she wants and that her mum and I already have a room for when people come over to spend the night, but she wasn't having it and kept lashing out in a way that I thought was unfair. But I tried to be graceful and patient with her, seeing that she's struggling right now. And let's hope that daughter, you know, just drops that entitled attitude, takes a step back and says like, you know, she's got a loving family and a home that she can still go back to. She may not get the room she wants, but she gets, she still gets a room where she can stay and her family will accept her into it, even with this attitude going on. But what do you guys make of this story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and your thoughts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved today absolutely amazing as always and i will see you in the next one take care guys much love boxes are defeating purpose always fleeting i poise questions to the ceiling like an answer gonna come truth is too revealing life is easier concealing all emotions to the start on your heart going dumb i shouldn't be in drive more i just want to feel alive more i feel hurt all the time but i can't see straight i've been running Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 